0: Gwenslian ran her free hand down the bird's back, reveling in its beautiful softness. "'If you are ready, my lady,' said the falconer, "'we can begin.' Gwenslian nodded, and the falconer maneuvered his horse beside hers. "'Turn your hand so that the bird faces the lake,' he said, "'and then remove the hood. "'Wait a few moments for her to see the prey, "'and then lift her up into the air while releasing the tethers in your fist. Ready? "'Ready?' confirmed Gwentlian, and after taking a deep breath, she followed the falconer's instructions. Moments later, the beautiful geofalcon swooped down the valley before catching an updraft and rising gracefully into the air, the pure white plumage shining in the midday sun. (gasps) She's so graceful, gasped Gwentlian. She is, responded the king, but behind that grace and beauty lies inner strength and a lethal instinct. He turned to face his daughter. "'We live in cruel times, Gwentlian. Perhaps it would be wise to learn from the bird.' Gwentlian returned his gaze, absorbing her father's words of wisdom. Having three older brothers, she had been brought up in a male-dominated world, but far from seeking the femininity of her mother's company and the rest of the ladies at the palace of Aberfraw, she had embraced the culture of the warrior caste, and was growing up into a single-minded young woman.' Her sword skills matched those of any boy of her age, and she could better any man with her riding. While other girls learned how to sew and sing in the halls of the palace, she could usually be found with the weapon masters, trying out the bows, or practising her skills with shield or blade. Many was the time her mother, Angharad Fertjawain, demanded she embrace her femininity, but Gwentlion had steadfastly refused instead joining her brothers in the daily arms training expected of all men destined to be soldiers. At first her father had forbidden such nonsense, but when it became clear she would carry on behind his back anyway, he realized that if she had her heart fixed on fighting, it was his duty to ensure she was as best prepared as she could be, and so he arranged formal lessons from the masters-at-arms. Despite this, Gwentlion was already growing into a beautiful young woman, and he knew that one day— she would bring him untold heartache. "'She's seen the prey, my lord!' shouted the falconer, and all eyes turned to see the flock of ducks rise from the surface of the lake. High above, the geofalcon floated on the breeze, peering downward, waiting for the opportunity it knew would come. Within moments, a lone bird separated from the flock, seeking cover in the nearby tree-line, and without hesitation, the falcon twisted its body to speed earthward like the truest of arrows— Gwently hurled her breath, sure the bird would crush into the ground. The duck changed course, desperate to escape the predator, but it was too late, and with a distant thump amidst a cloud of downy feathers, both birds fell to earth. The Gere falcon's work was done. "'Excellent hit!' shouted the king. "'Come, let's see the fruit of our endeavors!' He spurred his horse forward, closely followed by the rest of his party. Within minutes they came upon the scene of the kill— The falcon pinned the duck to the floor and held its wings out wide, squawking loudly as if inviting compliments on her excellent kill. Perry dismounted and fed the bird a piece of raw flesh from a pouch before replacing the hood and handing her back to one of the squires. Wentlian picked up the duck, its green and silver plumage speckled with blood where the claws of the falcon had pierced its chest. "'A fine bird, with plenty of meat on the breast,' said the king." "'Place it in your bag, Gwentlyon. "'The flight was yours, as is the prize.' "'If the prize is mine,' said Gwentlyon, "'then allow me to present it to my champion.' "'She turned to the falconer. "'Master Perry, I trust the birds will be fed "'when we return to Aberfraw. "'They will, my lady. "'In that case, this evening, Diana will dine "'on the most succulent of duck-breasts, "'a meal fitting for royalty such as her.' "'Gwentlyon held up the duck, and the falconer smiled.' as he put the bird in his own sack. "'I'm sure she will greatly appreciate the feast,' he said. "'Enough,' said the king. "'Let us regain the high ground. Perhaps there is still time to take a hare before the light fades.' The group turned to ride up the slope, but one of the knights stayed where he was, staring into the distance. The king turned to follow his gaze, as always finely attuned to the ways of his men. "'My lord,' said Oshan. "'the knight in charge of the king's bodyguard. "'It looks like we have company. "'Look to the left of the hill.' "'A single man worries me not,' said Griffith.